guys, welcome to episode 44, 44, yeah, 44 of um, Whip Snap. Thank you guys for listening listening again. You know what's funny is before this episode started, I told myself, stop, um, stop just like stuttering, you know what I mean? Articulate better, and I have yet to do that in one episode. Every episode is like, uh, are you sure about that? My, my brain is like, my brain is like, no, 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 stop, stop. Now, you know, skip, now stop. Now skip, then stop. Um, but I was just thinking about, uh, like, the the songs in, like, the mid... Like, I feel like there's a very... From, I think, 2006 to... Or maybe 2005 to 2000... Um, maybe... 12? 2005 to 2012? There was this... Um, this group of songs, like hip hop songs, specifically hip hop hip hop songs that even people after 2015 know. Does that make sense? Like if you were born in 2006, you were born in 2006, and now you're it's 2015, and now you're like nine or ten or fucking whatever. Not 2006. Maybe if you're born in 2002, 2003, and it was it's now 2015, 2016. It's now like 2015. So you're like in US teens, but you listen to a song from like 2007, like a hip hop song. You know it because everybody talks about how, how much of a classic it is. Like a Down by Jay Sean, or not Jay Sean, Down by, I don't know, Down by someone in Lil Wayne. And he's like, baby, are you down, 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 down? You know what I'm talking about? Or like, um, uh, oh, what's another one? Think you're cooler than me. You got designs, the shade chest, the had your face. That's more of a pop song. Um, what's another one? Oh, oh. It may not mean nothing to y'all, but I must understand nothing was done for me. You know how I'm so good at singing? No, I'm not. Um, especially not hip-hop songs. But that Drake song, Forever, I feel like everyone knew that one. Or like, uh, Don't Be uh, Not Afraid by Eminem. I'm not afraid to take a stand. Like this, a very small... Oh, no, no, no. Here's another one. Shorty fire... Shorty fire burning on the dance floor. Whoa. Um, yeah, guys. So if you think of any, send them my way. Because I actually want to re-listen to them again. I want to uh, listen to the nostalgia of them. Um, or just think of them yourself. Think it, this, is a, this is a conversation that anybody can now check into. It's not just, it's not just about me anymore, guys. It's about you. Coming together as a group, listening to this episode with a friend of yours that you maybe met two, 10 years ago, and then you guys were like, oh, we should get together sometime, let's have lunch, and so you guys have lunch, but then you guys bond over, like, memories and stuff, and then the song thing comes into play, and you're like, you know what, I heard this uh, tall, handsome man named Gregor, he has a podcast called Whipsnap, what is it on? Oh, it's on Spotify, it's on uh, it's on Google Apps, it's on Google Play, it could be on YouTube some sometime soon, but maybe it's not, But but they get together, they talk about it, and then they watch this episode. They listen to this episode, and then they have this conversation, and then I talk about, you know, all of these songs made them from 2005 to 2015. They hear that part of it, and they're like, that is true. Let's talk about other songs that he could have listed together. Let's talk about that. And then they make out. Because in my scenario, it's two goes, obviously. Because in every movie that... An old friend sees another another old friend. They're always two white women, middle aged white women. Or if it's two black women, 
One of them before that, you know. One of them before that is under the breath going to be like, oh, shit. You know that's the case. Two white women will fake it every time. And that's... Stop doing that. Two women, two white women will be like, oh, my gosh, hi. It's so good to see you. I haven't seen you in so long. How is Travis? Oh, Travis is good. You know, Travis, he's playing soccer still, so he's not dead yet. <laughs> Hopefully soon, fingers crossed. You know, all of that stuff. They're playing it. They're talking about, how's the husband? Oh, you know, he's not good in bed. Oh, oh why? Is he, like, kind of, is his penis as small? No, he's questioning his sexuality. Oh, okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah, but how is your husband? Oh, he died. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I was kidding. Uh, he's dead to me, though. <laughs> like, they do that fake bullshit, you know? They're like, we should grab a coffee sometime. And they're like, yeah, I'm in with that dress. Oh, <laughs> like the passive-aggressive bullshit. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Sorry, this... this. Um, I put up a... What's it? A shade... Uh, a shade thing? Review mirror shade. I don't know. You put the shade on and put to your um, fucking. What is it even called? You put the shade in front of the window. There's a shade I bought that uh, you put it on your uh, your window to stop letting the sun in. Sunshade provider, something like that, and it's fallen out. So that's why I'm kind of pissed. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, hey, uh, women, white women, white anybody, stop faking it when you meet someone you don't care about. Oh my gosh, I remember I was with uh, my girlfriend at the time, and we were visiting Chicago while I was visiting, and she was visiting her parents. Okay, yeah, cool, we were both visiting. Cool, very unnecessary thing to say. Both visiting. Uh, doesn't matter. But... Just fucking shun, shun, there we go, there we go, um, with my girlfriend at the time, we were visiting Chicago, and we went to a Starbucks together, and she ran into an, an old friend, in quotations, uh, in high school, or middle school or something, and when she talked to her, they both go, oh my god, hey, it's so good to see you, like, not even kidding, this is exactly how they were, they were talking, oh my god, like, it was, it's so good to see you, oh my gosh, yes, here's my boyfriend, I, and I introduced myself, I'm like, I am the handsome man that's gonna break up with this lady soon, um, but she was like, hi, and, and how have you been, yeah, I'm just been, I just been, like, moving, I moved to California, right, started writing, I'm in a makeup thing, I have, like, a makeup Instagram thing, if you want to follow it, you do, no way, that is so cool, yeah, let's get on Instagram, Instagrams. They had this conversation and I was just observing it. You know, I'm an I'm an observer sometimes. You know, I like to not everything's about me. I like to just like listen. Um, even though it should be about me. Whatever. Um so I was listening to this conversation <laughs> and um the second the whole time I, I was thinking, what I was thinking while this was happening was Oh, you guys are both fake fucks. Oh, you guys are both fake fucks. Oh, you guys are so fucking annoying right now. Of all places we can have this fake ass argument, it's at a it's at a cliche Starbucks, like what white women like. This is the most white women thing I've ever experienced in my lifetime. And I eat sour cream. I eat sour cream, I put it in my tacos, and yet this is more white than all of that. You guys see uh, uh, Game of Thrones? You see how white that cast is? This situation is more white than that. 
You guys, uh, you guys ever met a racist person? This situation is more white than that. White than more. You never been more. You ever more white than a racist person? Um, but it was so annoying. And then when the conversation ended, uh, when the conversation ended, they walked away. One of them, uh, where the the person that my girlfriend at the time met. She walked away, and then my girlfriend at the time just goes, oh, she's such a bitch. That's what she said. She goes, oh, she's so fake. She was like, oh, she's so fake. She's such a bitch. I can tell the whole time that she was just, like, faking it. I'm like, bitch, you were faking it, too. I know you're not supposed to call women bitches and all, but I call everybody a bitch. I call everybody a bitch. Even babies. Even babies. I call ev- When I'm walking in the mall, okay, and I see a mom with a baby in the stroller, and not walking by itself, I look at that baby and I go, fucking bitch. Figure it out to walk. You don't need the stroller, okay? If you if you just become born, and before you start walking, you're a bitch. What, are you going to not use your feet, bitch? What, are you going to, oh, you're going to suck milk out of uh, a mom's tit? Bitch, move. That's a bitch move. Two different, I'm still calling them a bitch. It's a bitch, but it's like a it's a good bitch now, because he found the way to not be creepy about it, you know. Because it's a baby, so it's like, oh, it's a baby. It's only six months. It's fine, bitch. Oh, dude, you're gonna let oh oh baby oh you're gonna shit in your pants still. <laughs> you're such a bitch. Babies are bitches. We all know. We all know. You know how I know because. Every single time in a movie that a mom finally rests, a mom or a dad is finally resting on the bed after dealing with a baby for so long. And they're like, oh, finally get to take a nap. And you think it's all quiet. And you think it's going to be peaceful. And they finally get to take a nap. And in the background, the baby starts whining again after waking up. You know every time the mom and the dad always go, After the baby yells. They always do that. You know why? Because that baby is a fucking bitch. God. Tigers are bitches. Tigers are definitely bitches. For sure. They'll just like... They get a... They don't have a house. They don't have a house. Tigers don't have houses. Bitch. A mouse is a bitch. You know how... Because a mouse gets, gets trapped by a mouse trap. And then dies. What the fucking... We don't get... We don't die from a mousetrap. But you have to die from a mousetrap? You stupid mouse. You're a bitch, mouse. You straight up bitch. (laughs) Bitch. That sounded like a... It sounded like some vibration thing going on right now. Bitch. Mmm... Sorry to all the parents out there that don't like the bitch word, either because their sister called, their daughter called them a lot that in the olden days, and now it's like triggering to them, or they're just like super religious, and they're like, hey, we were on this podcast to have a silly goose time, and you, and all we're hearing is bitch over and over again. Is that appropriate? No, but guess what? Find a, find a better God. Find a, find a cooler God. You ever notice that the every god painting he's not wearing sunglasses? Does that mean he wasn't cool? Does that mean he was too cool to wear sunglasses? 
Does that mean he was um, agnostic for himself? And he was like, ah, what's the fucking point? Because I'm going to die soon anyways. Or does that mean he's very optimistic and he goes, you know, someday I will get those glasses because I'm coming back. We're all coming back in a way. That's what he said. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's what I say. That's not, reincarnation is not up my alleyway of conversations to have. There's a few things I, I like to talk about in a conversation. And, and reincarnation is not one of them. No offense. Like, okay, here's the thing with reincarnation. Um, you can be dope. You could be, oh, trying to think if there's a, if there's a exception to this rule, this opinion I have. Um, yeah, there's, there's definitely exceptions, but for the most part, for the most part, you're hanging out with someone and they're like, oh, uh, yeah. And you guys are just getting along, blah, 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 blah. And then reincarnation comes up and then this person goes, I actually believe in a reincarnation. If you, for the most part, if you're doing that, if you're saying that, oh, I believe in reincarnation. I like you less. I like you just a little bit less. Just a little bit less. Because reincarnation is a weird thought. We can all agree, you know, that's a weird thought. It's a theory. It's a thought for sure. A lot of people believe it. But it's too weird to be true. It's It's an interesting thought. It's an interesting thought, but it's just too weird to be true. You know what I mean? It's like... The people say like, oh, because I think there's a small people out there to be like, oh, yeah, dude, Trump was part of the 9-11. He caused part of it. Interesting. Oh, yeah, Obama. He, he was definitely part of the 9-11. Did you know he was, uh, um, you know, like on the side shoving 20s down the uh, aerobics throat? I don't even know if I, I just became racist. I forgot who bombed um, Twin Towers. Al-Qaeda? Sure. I don't know. Um, do you think Obama was doing that to our, to the terrorist of 9-11? <laughs> Dang it, this is my favorite thing to talk about, but I forgot who bombed 9-11. <laughs> um, do you think uh, that theory of like, oh yeah, Obama definitely was involved with 9-11? It's interesting to think about, but it's just too weird to be true. You know? Now... Now, if you believe in reincarnation, I'm going to make fun of you. So here it is. And I don't really have a bit for this. This is me off the dome because I'm that funny. Um, that's such a weird thing to be like, oh, I know I'm going to, after I die, yeah, I'm going to come back as a princess. After I die, I'm coming back as an elephant. Because in a different life, I represent all of these things with an elephant. And I have all, we're both fat. Yeah, so I didn't want to like, I was doing my best to 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 walk around that tightrope, but instead I fell through. I cut myself with that tightrope. Um, yeah, we're both fat. We're both fucking fat, and we but but on the bright side, we got that big badonka donk. Me and elephants have those huge badonka bonks. Take a look, badonka donks. Take a look. Go to a zoo. You'll be like. You see an elephant and you're ta- he's taking a shit because they all take shits. You ever see an elephant not take a shit? Impossible. You look at an elephant's bum butt and be like, ooh, man, 
That elephant's got a fat ass. So will I when I die. I'm coming back just as an ass. Did you know that? I'm coming back and my first thing to say when I come back as an ass is going to be like, eat me. And some people will because some people's into that. It's not, it's not a bad or good thing. It's, it's just an interesting thing. No, wait, it's not a bad thing at all to be like, yeah, I'm into ass. Who is it nowadays? You know, wake up. It's 2021. Don't be still in the coma coma, and then wake up and then just be like, is it still 2005? Are we still listening to Down by that questionable maybe Jay Sean guy and Lil Wayne because I forgot the guy, the guy singer, the guy, the guy, the singer of the guy? Is it still 2005? Are we still singing Baby Are You Down, 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 Down? And then when Lil Wayne sings that part down like she's supposed to be, she gets down low for me, down like a temperature because... Something, something, so we agree. I got that girl from overseas. Now she's in Miss America, please. Now can I... Oh, I fucked up the lyrics, but you know what I mean, right? You know what I mean? Are we still listening to... Um, your, uh, you Make Me Suicidal, Suicidal? By Sean Kingston? By Sean Kingston? Is that the guy? Are we still listening to some Pitbull stuff? Like, when we started listening to Pitbull, and then we all agreed he was just too annoying to handle. And hey, Mr. 305. No. No, you're not 305. You're, you'll never be 305. What does 305 even mean? Mr. 305. What? Oh, you know what? I feel stupid for asking that question. I'm not going to lie. Because I feel like everybody knows what that means. I don't. I'm not going to lie. But I feel like... Just like the intelligent people know what that means. Because I feel like a lot of uh, uh, intelligent people like look up fun facts just for a day. Like once a, once a, I feel like once a month. They look up fun facts so then they can tell people that they know this fact. And then they'll be like, oh, you're so interesting. They'll be like, did you know all turkeys are bisexual? Like, ooh, that's interesting. I think you said that um, a podcast ago. An episode ago. A couple episodes ago. But that's still interesting. So you didn't have another example to pull out, Gregory? No, I didn't. Because that's the only random thought I can think of. I don't have any random thoughts in my, in my thought. What's another random... Oh, dude. A random, what's a, No, no, not even a random thought. What's a random fun fact? Fuck. I wish I knew more fun facts. Um, Lloyd G. Biv... Nope, that's not a fun fact. That's just a thing you learn in math class. Um, damn it. All right, well, I'm out. Of, I'm, out of, I'm out. That just goes to show how dumb I am. And that's not a negative thing. I'm not, ta- I'm not talking shit on myself. I'm accepting myself for who I, who I am. You can't solve the issue unless you establish the problem. JFK. 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 And then his shooter also saw him, saw him, uh, heard him say that. And he was like, you know what? That is a good quote. So we killed him. JFK. JFK. He's dead. Now, here's the JFK, um, oof. JFK was the one that got shot by the Corvette, Corvette, right? When he was in it. I know it was the, like, the, the open was open. The top was open and he got shot. Dude, Family Guy has the funniest joke making fun of that. So JF, JFK, you know how in Family Guy sometimes they um, 
they'd be like, it's like this time that blah, 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 blah. And then they go back to it's like this time moment. There's something like, it's like the time Hitler um, was too was too flamboyant to hold a um, ballerina studio. And then we'll cut to Hitler being too flamboyant to, um, you know, host a ballerina studio. And it'll be something like, you guys are nothing. Nobody here is even good at anything ever. You know what? I'm going to show you how to do it. That's not. That's not. That's Russian. No, it's German. I think a little bit. So everybody, sit down. Sit down. Line up. Line up. Ooh, this gave me an idea. But anyways, line up. Everyone line up. Let me show you how to do the tippy-toe thing. Okay? So you go one. You go two. And you spin around, you stupid idiots. You guys are acting so much like Jewish people. I don't like Jewish people. Okay, this is definitely Russian. <laughs> German. Sign. I like, I like nine of you. Nine. That's it. That's it. Oh, dude. I that is it. No, that's, that's Russian. That's Russian. I don't like any of you. I like nine of you and everyone else line up. I have a gun in my pocket. Uh, getting too... Wielding too much into reality on that last line. But you get what I'm saying, dude. Um, family Guy would do one... Oh, God, I forgot what I was talking about. So we did Family Guy... Shit. Um, my phone went off. No, Family Guy did... You know what? I forgot what I was talking about. I'm not gonna lie. I wish I remembered. But uh, I'll go back to... Damn it, what was it? So I can't do random fun facts. But I and then but I also can't remember what I was thinking about. So I'm a treat, dude. I'm a fucking pleasant person to introduce your parents to. You don't think I am? By the way, actually, no joke, I get very anxious. Like I think the most anxious I'll ever be in my life is meeting someone's parents without that person being there. Like, if I'm dating someone, no, 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 not even, like, meeting them. If I'm dating someone and we're in public, no, 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 ooh, let me start over. If I'm in public with someone and I'm, I'm with my uh, significant other at the time and I'm with their parents, that's the most anxious I'll ever be because I don't like meeting older people when they're together and also especially when they have this, like, when they're trying to... Um, when there's this pressure to be nice to them. But you don't want to be nice. You want to be yourself. Like, e- even though you can do a little bit of niceness in there. There's no way the few, uh, the, the first couple of times you meet a, a, a significant other's parents and you're not nervous at all. Some people's like, I want to meet your parents. I don't want to meet your parents. In fact, I wish your parents were dead. And I'm not talking about one specific person in my mind. I'm talking about in general. If I'm meeting you, significant other... Not friends, because friends are easier. I think I feel like it's much easier to um, meet someone's friend than uh, meet someone's friend's parents because you're not like having sex with that friend. You know what I mean? You can be goofy because that's that's how you guys are friends. But when you're with a significant other, the parents are examining you, thinking, "Oh, this person, this bo- this boyfriend or girlfriend that I'm meeting, not just also has to be nice." funny, charming, all of this stuff. And I'm none of that. I'm just a shell. I'm just a shell that will shrink into 
my own shell, but I would just get smaller if you're like, so what do you do for a living? I'll be like, fuck, now I have to, now I have to pretend I'm interested in that question. I'm not interested in your questions. You know what I want to know from the dad? You know what I want to know from the dad? I want to know from the dad, hey, by the way, you two, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bother you at all. Literally, don't care about this boyfriend. I don't want you to care about me because then if you care about me, there's this pressure to always be something. And that's, that's a little deep. That's a little deep. But I want the dab to be like, hey, between you guys, what you do, I don't give a fuck. And I want the mom to be like, hey, between you two, this, uh, the mom has a deeper voice. I just, I just, it was a stylistic choice. It was a director's note. It was a director's choice. It was an acting decision. I chose for the mom to have a lower voice. Now, does that mean she's trans? Does that mean she's a boy? Does that mean she's like a gay man and she calls herself mom? You guys figure it out. What does she want to be to your mind? Is she just a regular mom? Whatever you guys want to be. But the mom will be like, hey, so just so you know, I uh, don't give a shit. About my daughter. Now, usually if a, if a parent doesn't give a shit about someone, then that will like latch and not latch. That will be hooked onto the future. And that's why they're messed up or something. But I want my significant other to not be fucked up off of their parents not giving a shit. I want my significant other. You know what I was just thinking about? I want to date someone emo. And not like, not like emo to the extreme, actually not even emo, like the softest emo you can possibly get, the soft, the tiniest emo, the, the teepee tiniest, like you do a couple photos of wearing a black wig, actually not wearing a black wig because wigs tone me off, wigs tone me off, even if it looks good, um, because you could just dye your hair like that, but you're like, oh, I don't want to ruin the roots. I'll ruin your roots if you don't wear a wig. And that was a sexual thing. That's a, I will ruin your roots. I'll go down on you. If you're, if we're meeting and you go, by the way, this isn't a wig. This is not a wig. I'm going to be like, well, fuck. Damn. Shit. Uh, do you want to have consensual sex right now at this public red lobster? Because that's not a wig. That's all natural, baby. Ooh. Can I suck your lemons at this Toys R Us? Wait. You saying your hair is all natural. That's the six inches. That's the length. And it feels good. And if I pull it, which I won't, definitely won't pull it. I don't know why I said I would say that. I would do that. But if I were just to touch it, I know 100% that that's your real hair. Ooh, fuck. Let's fuck at the bottom benches of a NASCAR vase. Let's hide in the benches like one high school. Let's do that. Oh, but if you... Oh, wait. But, but, but. If I'm seeing you and you go, by the way, I'm wearing a wig. Here's the thing. You can wear a wig. In fact, if, if we're friends and you're like, by the way, I wear a wig. That's fine. That's fine. I'm saying to me. This is just a me thing. I can say what I want to say. And I, I, and I get it. Everybody's beautiful, which they are, in a way. Uh, you can live your truth. You can do this. You can wear a wig. You can wear a wig. Um, but if you have brown long hair, 
and for like a day, you wear a black wig. Um, those are some points knocking down. Okay, those are some points knocking down. Um, now you can have the bomb ass personality, but uh, there's gonna be some points knocking down. I'm gonna knock down some points. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat the shit out of some points. Sorry. Uh, the points are gonna be like Kangaroo Jack, because it's gonna get knocked down. Is it gonna get back up? Is Kangaroo Jack gonna get back up? Maybe, maybe. If you uh, if you tell me you you don't believe in reincarnation, those points might come back up. Might come back up. Kangaroo Jack might be knocked down, but he'll get back up. You guys remember the movie Kangaroo Jack? What was that movie about? Well, we all know it's about a kangaroo. What if Kangaroo Jack was the sequel to Pipes of the Caribbean? Just think about it. Just think about it for once. God. I mean, I know they're not the two completely different movies, and I know the uh, absurdity of that comment, but just think about it. Just think about it. I feel like that's what the the final tagline was for the guy who pitched... um, uh, what was it? The um, Teletubbies. Teletubbies. He came into the room snorting cocaine. Fucking snorting cocaine like a bitch. And the boss is like, Alright, Tim, when you're done cleaning up your nose, what you got? And um, the business guy's like, Guys, alright, guys, check this fucking shit out, okay? So we got... Four different babies, okay? But they're, but they're fucking big as shit. They got antennas, but they don't have cable. They don't have any signal, but they do have antennas. One of them is a square, one of them is a triangle, one of them is a circle, and one of them is the different shape I forgot, okay? But we'll, think, we'll get to that later. They're big-ass adult babies, okay? And they're running, they're running around in maybe PJs or something in the grass. They have a vacuum that's kind of sexual because it like it always makes like sexual jokes, so it's like sucking up. Or maybe the maybe maybe the Teletubbies use it, put that vacuum on their dick sometimes, and make it a sexual joke that way. Or they're not sexual at all, but we make it sexual. How about that? Okay, so they they're in the grass, and then the sun has a face. Okay, the sun has a face. The sun is talking to these Teletubbies. The Teletubbies stop stop singing shit. Okay, and it's on every day, and it's uh uh it's for kids. This all of this shit, this bullshit, this 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 crazy idea is for kids. Okay? And then the boss goes, Um, Tim, I well, Tim, I uh I don't think we can do that because it's kind of crazy and it's kind of absurd. And then Tim Tim goes, Yeah, okay, I I know it's absurd. I understand the absurdity of this. The absurdity of it. But think about it. Think about it. And you know what Tim Tim's boss did? He did. He thought about it. And um, because he thought about it for one show, he thought about it for all of these other shows. Name them, dude. PBS shows don't make any fucking sense and they're still made. Kids shows? Oh, Between the Lions? Between the Lions, whose idea was it to make talking puppet lions own a library? Whose... Who's coked up, snorted fucking mind who took five shots of heroin and only listened to Bob Marley CDs? Idea was it to make talking lions who like to read books? 
They like to read books. They don't even like to read books, but they tell the audience, come on this way, I'll show you a book. And then the camera jumps into that book. Like it's like Jack and Jill and the chicken, like cliffhanger. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Has anyone seen Between the Lions? Please tell me you've seen Between the Lions. It was the it was one of the best PB shows. Fuck it. You know what? That's it. That's it. When I'm done with this episode, I'm watching, an, I'm watching one. When I'm done with this podcast episode, I'm watching Between the Lions. Okay? And then I'm going to watch... Dude, I rewatched Cyber Chase. Who remembers Cyber Chase? I rewatched that a couple weeks ago. I was a little drunk. I'm not going to lie. I was visiting Chicago by myself. I woke up to an episode of Cyber Chase on my laptop because I was like, I always uh, like watch TV or something when I'm eating breakfast. Most of the time, most of the time. And during Chicago especially was. But then Cyber Chase pulled up and that show was fucking good. I'm not even saying that at all, ironically. At all. It's good. It's a good show. I don't remember Zoom because I know that one was a thing. Uh, Fucking Arthur. Who's? Dude. Dude, kids shows? Whoa, dude. Kids? Okay. Kids. People make kids shows because they're fucked up. They have the weirdest ideas. Ratatouille. Let's think about that for a second. Let's think about Ratatouille for a second. That is a movie that was made by a homeless man. Because he was all over the place. Homeless man, first off, he had so many, he had, did so many drugs. Homeless man, okay? Um, sucked so many people. Sucked them, sucked them so much. Like, like, sucked them all the way. Because they needed money, okay? They needed the $2.00. The homeless man can be, will be like, I'll suck your dick for uh, $25. And the person's like, uh, no, absolutely not. And he's like, how about two? And then the guy's like, hmm, interesting. So then they tried it. So we only got dick sucked. This guy got, this only guy, guy's only sucking, this homeless man's only sucking him for $2. Suck him for two. <laughs> Hi, I'll take a sucking for two. Well, there's only one person here. Well, they're going to show up, okay? Take sucking and fucking for two. Um... This homeless man created Ratatouille because, well, for one, it's all about food. Did you notice that? And it may be a very fancy food. Um, so you might be like, well, if the homeless person has never ate food, how does he know so much about fancy food and the dialogue and what to say and behind the kitchen? Well, first off, it's animated. So no one's going to do that much, that much research because it's a fucking cartoon movie. Think about that for a second. Jan. Um, and then the homeless. And then the movie's also about rats. Mice. Rats. Um, rodents. And you, knows, uh, you know a homeless man's best friend? A rodent. Named Remy. That's literally the name of a homeless person's pet. Remy. Family. And the reason that the main character looks like what he looks like is because the homeless person is a closeted gay pedophile. Closeted gay pedophile. Okay? And so that's why the main character in the movie is like, oh, he's kind of cute, but he's like shy and he's like sensitive and he's like, he acts very young. Yeah, that's because a gay pedophile, 
homeless man wrote the script. He's like, well, should I should I make should I make this innocent man should I make this this fragile young boy in Ratatouille suck a homeless man's dick in the movie? Like, nah, let's push it back. Let's push it back. I'm crazy, but I don't want to show anybody that I'm crazy yet. Yeah, Ratatouille was made by a homeless man. So check that off your list. Every movie you watch, have the thought of like, was this made by a homeless man? Was this made by a cocaine addict? You know every other TV show was. Every other kid's show. SpongeBob? SpongeBob. SpongeBob. SpongeBob was absolutely made by a fucking psycho. You know what happened in the boardroom? The board meeting? Um, so this is how uh, SpongeBob was made. So Stephen Hellenberg actually made the show. Uh, you probably already knew that. But uh, Stephen Hellenberg was the maker of the show. So how did that pitch go? Okay. We're doing another pitch bit. Sorry, guys. We're pitching. Uh, oh, we're doing more pitch bits. Pitch bits. Doing more pitch bits. Um, so here's another pitch bit. Pitch, pitch bitch. I'm a pitch a bitch, and then I'm gonna do a pitch bit. Here's another pitch bit for you. Stephen Hellenberg walks into uh, the meeting, kind of snorted up, not really listening because he uh, uh, um, he has earphones in. So the uh, boss, he's like, "All right, guys, we need a new kids TV show, and kids hate swimming. Um, it's dangerous." They might drown, so nothing to do with water, okay? And they don't really, like, get, get caught up on their fruits and vegetables. They, get, they kind of focus on sugar. So uh, let's aim away from the healthy stuff, like the fruit or whatever. Um, and also, kids don't like cleaning as well. They think it's very annoying. So no kitchen appliances or no cleaning uh, uh, appliances either. Okay, so does anyone have ideas? Someone's like, uh, how about a um, little Spanish girl that, like, has a talking monkey and... Um, uh, wears boots and the boss is like maybe later uh, Steven Steven what about you and Steven takes off his earphones and he goes sorry what I was listening to something and boss goes that's fine what's your new kid idea and then um, Steven goes oh oh okay how about um, a sponge that lives in a pineapple under the sea Steven's coked up out of his mind but the boss goes that's fucking brilliant Someone get that writing team on. Let's get a let's get a let's get an animated actor that that's does all of the acting, uh, all of the, all of it. He does all of it. Well, let's get a few actors there that does all of it. He does all of the voices. Let's have really, uh, 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 PG thirteen jokes in there too. Let's get those PG thirteen PG thirteen PG thirteen PG. Oh, sorry guys, I turned into a robot. Take two. Let's get those PG thirteen uh, jokes in there in SpongeBob too. That's how it happened. Um, what's a fucking another one, dude? Phineas and Ferb. There's really nothing crazy going on there. I, I think it's a cool idea, but not Phineas and Ferb. Um, what's another one? Let's do one more. Let's do one more. Um, oh, you know what? I gotta turn my car on for a little bit. It's getting hot in here. Yeah, turn that shit up. Um... Another PBS kid show. And you guys can uh, hop on this trend. What what do you think is a PB show that was made by cocaine addicts? 
I feel like Otho wasn't. There's literally so many. Scooby-Doo! Scooby-Doo! Scooby-Doo is about a few detectives. By the way, they're kids. These detectives are fucking 17, 16, 15. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're interested in someone killing someone. We're interested in that thought. And by the way, they have a talking, they have a talking dog and they don't address it at all. By the way, did they ever address it? What was the episode? I'm assuming the pilot, but where's the pilot of Scooby-Doo? You can't find it. No one can ever find it. And if you, and if you think it is the pilot and they don't address that the fucking dog talks, then it's not the pilot. Unless it is, unless it is the pilot and they don't mention it. And do you know why they don't mention it? Because it was written by a cocaine addict. It was written by someone who goes, Oh, let's have this talking dog figure out who the ghost is. That is always the thought of a cocaine addict. Okay? A cocaine addict wrote Scooby-Doo. Had a best friend who made a voice who, who was like going through puberty still. This guy was going through puberty. This guy was fucking 12. 11. I don't know how old I was when I went through puberty. Probably 5 because I have a massive cock. Um, but it, it had to be. Had to be a cocaine addict. And then um, the f- Fred and Daphne were dating. Like already dating. Like already dating. They had some like, they had some sexual comments in that show. You know, do you remember the episode when Daffy, uh, when they were all driving in the, um, let's go back to the very first Scooby-Doo TV show. The very first one in like, com- in like, uh, Cartoon Network that was like really bad animation. And that's the best one. Let's go back to that animation. Okay. It's the camera shot where it's showing everybody driving in the mystery ink. Okay. Um, Shaggy makes this funny joke about like, like Scoob. I could really use a sandwich. And then Scooby's like, yeah, <laughs> sandwich. And then Daphne looks at Fred and goes, why don't you show me your sandwich? And then Fred goes, yeah, but you want to pull that meat, don't you? And then Velma goes, hey, what the fuck are you guys doing? That's what Velma sounds like. I'm trying to read a motherfucking book right now. What are you guys doing? You guys talking about... Daphne, you talking about sucking him off? And then Shaggy's like, Like Zoink Scoob, I think this van is more mysterious than the cavemen that we're living at. That we're trying to find. And then Scooby-Doo is like, Yeah, this is fucked up. <laughs> Bad impressions, but you get the point. Actually, good impressions. Depends on who's, what side of history you're on. You know? Um, and then Daphne and Velma, and then Daphne and Fred start making out like it's the seventies, even though the show was maybe written around the seventies, so it could fit the style, but it's a kid's show, but it's not because it was written by a cocaine addict. (laughs) There's so many shows, you know, Stephen King wrote like every one of his books on cocaine. So I guess drugs are good for you guys. Why don't you experiment once in a while, Dad? Maybe you have some talent. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was just looking this up. Like, It, The Shining, all of these 
things were uh, fucking made by a cocaine addict. By the way, I'm working on this project right now, and it's the editing is fucking insane. I fucking I wouldn't I never want to be an editor. If someone if I ask somebody what do you want to do in the film industry, and they'll be like, oh, I want to be an editor. I'm gonna fucking get out of there. Like it's a burning burning building. Like I'm a fire. Like I'm a pussy ass fireman that's not gonna save the child. I'm gonna run out of there. Get out. Someone's like, oh, I want to be. Oh, I want to like mix videos and like put clips and extra clips and like do that for a while. I'm gonna be like, bye, child. Nope. I'm gonna get out of there. Okay, this this editing thing. I've been high almost every day. I've edited, by the way. Edited, edited. Because it gives me motivation for one. Maybe I should do it. Nah. I feel like if I do it on coke, if I edit this thing on coke, it's going to be real fucked. Or maybe it won't. Okay? I feel like people have this bad stigma. This bad stigma. Stigma. Um, around weed being like, oh, you're, you're so lazy. All you do is watch. Like, this is about everybody. This is not about me. But there's a stigma behind weed and marijuana. Same thing. But everyone's like, oh, people that don't smoke weed, they're like, oh, dude, all you do is sit around and you're lazy and you blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, dude, you just got to get the right strain. You got to you got to be comfortable with it and you got to know yourself, dude. And when I maybe it's maybe it's a positive feeling. I don't know. But when I'm a high, I'm very motivated. I'm like, let's write this joke. Let's let's watch this movie and analyze it. Let's get really invested into this thing. Let's edit this more specifically. Let's talk fast. Let's have ideas quick. Because I know myself. Everybody else that I know... Actually, I don't even think if it's, it's a know yourself um, thing. I feel like some people just know... You, some people just act energetic. Some people don't. I gave... <laughs> I, a few days ago, I was watching a stand-up special with a friend of mine. And um, I was like, by the way, do you want an edible? And he goes, yeah. And I go... Uh, and I go, okay, I usually only have five milligrams, uh, so we can split this. And uh, because the whole thing itself is 10 milligrams, so we can split it into two. I have five, you have five. And he goes, oh, it's only five? Uh, give me 10. And I gave him 10. And about 20 minutes later, it kicked in. We were watching the special. And he goes, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. I can't drive like this. I can drive like this. I can drive like that. I can drive over there, over everywhere. I can, I'm so good driving high. Man, dude. Alright, um, really quick, let's talk about the movie Malignant. I want to talk about, I want to talk about that movie Malignant. So, Malignant, it's a scary movie that came out, and it's James Wan who directed it. By the way, if you're not into scary movies, I could be making jokes in this bit, I don't know. If you're not into scary movies, skip this. If you don't really care about James Wan, fuck you, um... If you're hot, then give me your number. Okay, so Malignant was directed by James Wan, right? Uh, it was directed, and I think someone else wrote it. I can tell. But the genre, it, it's... Okay, so James Wan directed Insidious, the first Saw movie, The Conjuring movies. Um, what else? Dead Silence. Um, so he's very much into... And I don't know if you know those movies, but they're very, they have, they, some of them have twist endings. Some of them is a very distinct idea um, of the movie. Like Insidious and Conjuring have a lot of similarities to them because um, it's James Wan. And then Malignant 
has a lot of similarities to the Insidious movie as well. But not only that, it has a little bit of comedy that doesn't hit. Sorry, it doesn't hit. Um, it has some action. Like it has like like fighting action, like choreographed fighting scenes in this movie, which is not really James Wan, which is interesting. And it has it has these jump scares. It has a serial killer. Not serial killer. But it has this killer. It has all of these. Like, it, it's a, it is a horror movie. But it can't decide what kind of horror movie it is. In this movie. Let me turn this off. Now, that being said, it's super interesting. The movie is very interesting and it's very entertaining. But it's cheesy. But in a cheesy way that's like... Oh, like, you know how those cheesy movies are like, oh, I'm gonna, I like this movie because it's so cheesy. This movie's cheesy, but in a different way. Like, it's entertaining as fuck. It's cheesy. And actually, there is some lines where you're like, oh, that's so cheesy to say. It is, but it's enjoyable. Like, if you put in, if you put in a cheesy movie, you're gonna put it in this movie because it's cheesy. When you put in Malignant, you won't put it in because it's cheesy. You'll put it in because it's very interesting. But part of the interestingness is that it's kind of cheesy. And um, it's violent. Oh, dude, it's so violent. I think this is another reason why it's not deciding what genre it is. There's a long <coughs> part of the movie where um, there's no bloodiness. Like there's people dying or whatever, but it's not bloody. Okay. Like, and it's still scary and stuff. But then there's this moment uh, later on, like, act two through the rest of the movie where it's super fucked up bloody. Not super fucked up bloody. Like, not, not like Saw, but, like, um, like Jason Voorhees. Like, Friday the 13th bloody. You're going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought it was, like, dead people dying but not bloody shit. Oh, no, there's bloody shit in there. There was a really cool cinematography. Um, it is, it's a little longer than you want it to be. It's like almost two hours, the movie. It's like an hour and 52 minutes. Well, credits. So it's probably, it's probably like an hour, 48 minutes. Yeah, that's good enough. Fuck you. That's fine. Um, but it, I can't even like describe, I, I was doing even a bad decision describing the movie just now, but also the Rotten Tomato score. Stop looking at it. The Rotten Tomato score for a movie. Because I... A lot of times I would look at the Rotten Tomato score for a movie. And be like... Ah, oh, now that's going to influence my decision. Um, and it usually does. So then I'll just stop looking at the... Um, I'll just stop looking at the Rotten Tomato score. But I don't even remember this Rotten Tomato score. What it is. Um, but just don't. Just don't. Just see the movie Malignant. With a very weird expectation not expectation but yeah very weird um yeah expectation just expect it to be this very cool interesting movie they can't decide what genre it wants to be that it's scary that it's interesting acting like there's a lot of like there's a lot of character development that's not needed because we're focusing on the scary stuff. Not even character development, character background, character connection between two characters, all of the stuff that's like, it's focusing a lot on the character, which that's my favorite part about anything. But with scary movies, I'm focused on, I don't know, the storyline. Well, that's a lie. I focus on the relationship as well, if I like them enough, but I didn't like them enough. 
That being said, the movie's still very entertaining. It's, it's, it's just got a lot going on. Just watch it, dude. There's so many things. It's so funny. Like, even the opening is cheesy. And actually, the opening cheese is cheesy so much that you're like, ah, dude, I don't want to watch it, but finish it. You don't want to watch it, but finish it. You don't want to watch, but finish. Finish it. Finish him. Uh, what was another movie? I feel like I watched that one. Oh, I watched the uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's. I'm not going to get too much into spoiler. This is a spoiler for you. Spoiler for you. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's new movie, The Guilty. I know it hasn't came out yet on Netflix. Um, I think it comes out October 1st, but I watched it. And it was interesting. It was good, but it was interesting. It was good and interesting at the same time. See, I'm not giving you guys a full review of this movie because it's not even out yet. I feel like Malignant, people's out, um, um, it's out, blah, 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 all of that stuff. Guilty's not even out for anybody to watch. Like, nobody. Um, so I'll just tell you that it's good and interesting. See, I'm not spoiling anything, and that's exactly what I want someone to do with me. A friend of mine, uh, went to go see, um, Black, what's it, Black Widow when it came out, and I go, how was the movie? And they go, it was good. And then I saw it, and it was good. It was, it was very good. And that's what I want someone to be at me. I don't want you to tell me all of the stuff, which, which is weird because I, that's what I'm kind of doing uh, to you guys. But I don't know how you guys think. So maybe you guys want a little hint. You know what I mean? Maybe you guys want a little zap zap. I was uh, hanging out with a friend of mine and, and his mom a couple weeks ago. And they were talking about Walking Dead, how they stopped getting into it. And... I was like, yeah, most people, they, they said, uh, they said, yeah, I stopped watching it after season seven. And I was like, yeah, most people do. But I was very, I've been a fan of it since season three. And I just, when I'm a fan, I'm a fucking fan. And even season seven does absolutely suck. Not even going to lie. It fucking, fucking sucks. But if you have that much passion in the show and you love it that much, then you'll skip it. You'll go through season eight, which gets better. Season nine and 10. Best of the season. Season 11. This newest season, this last season, it's, it's getting fucking good. So just... Bail with yourself for season seven and it's fucking, it fucking just goes off. It is fucking amazing because it's a new co-creator, by the way. It's a new creator of the show. Season nine is a new creator of the show. And it's, it's a totally different show in a good way, in a fantastic way. Um, but I told a friend of mine, but a friend of mine and his mom said, yeah, I stopped watching after season seven because it was getting kind of stupid. And they were like, just tell me. So, and they were like, so you are still hooked up on it? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm caught up in everything. And they're like, okay, then tell me who dies. Just tell me who dies. All of, does this, is this person dead? Is this person still alive? Did this person leave the show? All of these things. And I'm like, oh shit, you want me to tell you? They're like, I don't care. I don't care. Um, so I told them. I told them all. I told them all. I'll kill you all. Make you go crazy. That's a it. It. Did you guys know that in uh the it movie? Um, like the the scene where they fight Pennywise. I think the scene where they fight Pennywise. They didn't even see what Bill Skarsgård looked like until that scene. Or like the scene where they meet Pennywise for the first time. That was their first reaction. You know what I mean? seen Pennywise. Same thing for It too, I think. It too. And like the acting, it was it's awesome, dude. 
So go see Malignant. Um, see the guilty when it comes out. Dude, I'm doing... Oh my gosh, I'm not doing it. I'm seeing a stand-up show on Sunday, and I'm so fucking excited. It's going to be so fucking good. I'm so, so, I'm so, so excited. But anyways, guys, um, carry on for the conversation about, you know, um, what kind of PBS shows were written by cocaine addicts. What kind? What kind of movies? Get into that whole, that whole adventure. And then get back to me. And then go see Malignant if you like scary movies. If you like really weird movies, um, see that too. A uh, little side thing. I'm, I started M. Night Shyamalan's Servant TV show. I think it was uh, just like co-executive produced. Not co-executive. It just executive produced it. But it's definitely M. Night Shyamalan vibes. And it's probably one of the best. Right now, it's one of the best things he's ever made. Right now. Episode 1 and 2. Usually pilots are not that good. But episode 1 was like, oh, this is... This is good, especially the ending. And it's cool because ev- almost every ending leaves on like a twist. And it's weird because I was thinking about watching the show before I even watched the show. I was thinking about it and then I was listening to a podcast where that's the, he was like, this guy was like, um, uh, what kind of TV shows do you watch? And the other comedian goes, I don't really watch TV shows. You know what's weird? He goes, I don't, I don't watch TV shows, but the only show I, I have been watching is Servant. I'm like, man, that's a sign that it's probably a show that I need to watch. Um, and it's it's slow, but it's the right amount of slow. It's suspenseful. There's so many things going on. So many things. It's very much like Lost, but in a better way, in a much better way. That being said, season one and three of and two, one, two, and three of Lost was amazing. And then Um But yeah, guys, so um Check out Servant. I'm on the episode. There's two seasons right now. It was made a couple years ago. I don't know if it's still being made. I hope so. But I'm on episode f- six, five or six of season one. And they're only a half an hour. So check them out. All right, guys. I'm going to get going. So um, thank you guys for listening to episode 44 of Whipsnap. I'm dying inside. Just kidding. I'm living my bestest life. And you guys should too. You know. Have fun. Go out with some friends or hang out by yourself because literally there's nothing wrong with anything. There's nothing wrong with either of those. There's a lot of things wrong with everything. But go have some fun. Chill. Do your idea of what fun is. My idea of fun is literally watching a movie. Someone else's idea of fun is, you know, playing golf. That sounds fun. Kind of. But, uh, you know, do what you want. Just, uh... Stop molesting people. Stop molesting people. It's got to stop. This molesting era has got to stop. Okay? I'm, I say era, but I'm speaking to one person. Cosby. No, Cosby didn't molest anybody. But he did. If He molested adults. He molested adult, adults. Okay, guys. Uh, <laughs> that's, I'm going to end on that. I'm ending it on that, guys. All right, peace out. Episode 44. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.